0: Welcome to this dev life, the podcast for developers, where we talk about the daily life of developers, challenges we face, and how we overcome these challenges every single day. Join me and let's have fun together. Hello, people. It's another beautiful day. It's a sunny day. Recording today's podcast of this Dev Life. I hope you've been having fun, staying safe, and you know, but an awesome developer that you've been. Thank you for joining us again on another episode of this Dev Life. Today promises to be really exciting because we have one of the most awesome .NET developers in Nigeria joining us today on the show. Uh, his name is Oludayo Ali, aka DevCruise Technologies. He's been one of the most consistent online developers that I know. Since I started development back then, we used to look up to him back then in school. He has won many competitions and represented Microsoft uh, Nigeria in Microsoft Imagine Cup all around the world. And he's really doing awesome. This is video every week on am and it's really quite awesome. So why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, Mr. Oludayo Ali.
1: All right, Dara, thank you very much for having me. It's my pleasure to be here. Uh, my name is Ulu Dayo Ali. Um, I'm a .NET developer. I started uh, developing .NET for over 12 years now, in 12, 12 to 15 years. Um, I work as a uh, consultant with uh, most of financial institutions here in Nigeria uh, to develop uh, mobile applications and uh, also uh, their web applications. I also currently run DevCross Technologies Um, where we develop applications for both uh, small businesses and large scale businesses. Um, I I do more mobile applications and uh, of of course more uh, web applications. I do other things uh, by the side in my spare time such as gaming, I do UI, UX uh, design, uh, sometimes do 3D 3D graphics, modeling and animations. Those are the little things that we just do by the side. So basically,
0: that's uh, that's who I am and that's what I do. Thanks very much for that introduction. So, that is Mr. Oludayo, earlier idea. Uh, so, in the world today, there are a lot of languages out there JavaScript, PHP, Java, that, all that. And C Sharp is one of the, would I say, on the dogs of programming languages. People are like, eh, C Sharp is Microsoft, eh, dotnet is eh, I don't wanna touch it. Why did you decide to go with .net? And even at the time you decided to start with .net, why did you go for .net? And what still keeps you in the .net ecosystem up until today?
1: All right. So at the time I started, I actually didn't start with .net. I started with C plus I want to probably believe uh, most people usually try to uh, lay their hands on C especially if you don't know what uh, program language to use. They're just still trying to research. So I started with C++, but uh, C++ was not actually really giving me what I needed. And at that time, it it, uh, it looks more difficult because I was not even an undergraduate when I started. So uh, you know, just coming right from school and picking C++ uh, from from secondary school, you know, and picking C++ uh, you can imagine how, how daunting that would be. So it was a bit challenging. So I dropped C++ and I picked Java uh, in my quest to uh, you know further my programming knowledge. So Java was very sweet, you know, it was it was interesting and it got to a point because I had a background in graphics. I've done graphic design, you know, in the past before picking uh, programming. So I needed to do things that are graphical, I, I love graphics, I need to see things look beautiful. Mm-hmm. And at the time, you know, Java, the, the GUI for Java was, uh, was not, uh, was nothing to write for me about yeah, because, you know, yes. yeah, that static, same look, you know, everywhere and all. So I just feel like there must be something, there must be a way, a way how to this graphics thing. There must be a way to really uh, build good looking applications, you know. So in, my, in the process of you know, researching, I, I then stumbled upon the uh, then WPF. That was when WPF was you know, just coming out around 2005, you know. And uh, I stumbled upon it and I noticed that you could actually add colors, you know, change things and all. So I now look at what programming language are they using to develop this application? So I found out it's C Sharp. So that was when I got into the .NET technology development. So with that, I just had to abandon Java. And luckily enough for me, because of the similarity between Java and and C Sharp, I was able to easily translate into uh, C Sharp development. So with that, I started to research on uh, what you can do uh, with, with .NET in general, and I find it very exciting. I noticed that uh, yeah, I'm developing things that looks uh, more like uh, more like the application that I use on my on my PC, you know. Uh, so with that, I I saw something that I'm familiar with, with the Windows form, the WPF, you know. Uh, so I saw something that I I, I can relate with, uh, and it was actually exciting to uh, be able to do something, you know. I think my very first application then was to try to replicate. Uh, a Notepad application, you know, the popular Notepad on the, on the system. And so with that, I was saying that I was doing something that looks like what is being used out there. So that was what actually uh, made me to uh, just drop other languages that I was, I was learning then and just focus, you know, uh, with uh, uh development.
0: looking to start a podcast like this anchor makes it super easy to get started with recording and automatically distributing your podcast to the most popular platforms all for free you can create podcasts from your phone computers or bring in pre-recorded episodes and overlay them with free background tracks make money easily with no minimum listenership requirements. it is the podcast platform for all download the free app today from your app stores or go to Anko.fm to get started. Wow, well, that's quite a story there from C++ to Java, then to C Sharp and then C Sharp ever since. That's really quite interesting. Yeah. And now, now you focus on mobile development, no longer Windows development. Yeah, I know you've done some Windows Phone applications back then, I remember Apps challenge, all those uh, Imagine Cup competitions, all those health applications and stuff. Now, what made you stick with mobile development in .NET really? Why not focus on other Windows platforms or maybe IoT or stuff?
1: Okay, so uh, what I try to do, uh, mainly, uh, majorly at a different point in time in my uh, journey, is to try to look at uh, what the future holds as far as uh, development is concerned. So you know, uh, there was a time when uh, they said that uh, the web is future, and of course, the web is still very relevant as of, as of today. And uh, now we all know that uh, well, and it's, most of the things you want to do now, you do it on your mobile app, on your mobile phones. You know, even if you are even surfing the web, you do it on your phone. If you if you want to order for something, you know, you, you look for an app that helps you to do that. So it looks like, so the way it looks now is that what what we actually really uh, use uh, of recent is actually our mobile phones and we look for applications that will help us to do different things, you know, from budgeting to keeping up with tax, you know, you know, with keeping notes and other things. So uh, the the, the mobile phone has actually made uh, life easier and for it to be more easier, you know. Uh, there there will be need for applications that will help you with your day-to-day, you know, running. So uh, that made me to really go into mobile applications. And with uh, the knowledge of uh, .NET C-Sharp, it was easier for me to pick Xamarin because it's the same C-Sharp knowledge. And uh, with the fact that I've also learned some things in uh, WPF in those days with Xamarin, you know, it was easier for me to also pick up the XAML part of Xamarin and just go with it. Uh, initially, I was looking at uh, other technologies like uh, Ionic, uh, even before the likes of uh, React Native and Flutter. And I was looking at uh, Ionic and uh, other platforms, but uh, I noticed, a, a, one, the, the learning curve for me is going to be very high because I have to, you know, learn something different. I have to learn a different framework that I'm not used to. And secondly, it looks more of, uh, as at the the time, I could not really see a good uh, community around it. So even when the likes of Flutter and React Native, you know, and the likes uh, came, I actually don't see the need to to shift because uh, as far as I I know, uh, Xamarin forms can do what other platforms can do and i used to say really it's not really about the tool that you that you have it's about your own competence you know so uh, it's not about oh Plotter is better uh, react is better it's about the tool that you have what can you make it with. that's my belief and that's why i decided to still stick to .NET development using mobile, or mobile application
0: and you're one of the few that I actually know that makes awesome Zamarin apps uh, today. Uh, I wish I could be like you sometime soon. Uh, <laughs> then uh, so now you make videos on Zamarin every week. You publish them to YouTube uh, every Monday. Uh, what is the motivation for doing that? Why I release that? Why not just tell people to come and learn, and then they pay like thousands of dollars to come learn that, and you release these okay, so- awesome videos? Okay, so
1: uh, for, for a start, I, I said I said something just uh, now. I said, it's not about the tool that you have, it's about what you can do with it. So in my interaction with people over time, in fact, even with things I see on uh, on forums, uh, people tend to complain more about uh, what they, they, uh, they were able to achieve with the marine forms and what they could not uh, achieve with the marine in general. Uh, so I picked up the challenge and I, because I'm a firm believer of, uh, you, you know, Using what you have, you No know, go to the to to any extent. See the way you can uh, make sure that you are taking advantage of the tools and the platforms that you have. So I I uh, took a challenge to research into the calls, the marine and you know, the marine forms uh, in general, and look at the things that are actually possible uh, you know, with the technology. And most when I start uh, seeing uh, the possibility possibilities of all these things, I feel like I should. Uh, also communicate that to you know, so other people out there. If, there is a way you if you don't if you can't if you can't see something uh, done. Uh, mostly people people uh, people like to see uh, before they believe. You want to see that this is possible, and before you feel like oh, so I can do this. Uh, most people do, uh, don't usually like to take the challenge to actually do the research and the necessary work you know to to find out how such thing can be possible. So I just feel like it it will be my way of also contributing back to the community by, you know, showing people what is actually possible with the same technology that they are complaining about, you know. So uh, that is why that is one of the reasons why I started the channel. And secondly, is uh, uh, there is something about you know giving giving back to the community. It also helps you as an individual. Uh, Most most of the time, I do research. You know, try a lot of things. Look at how, how, how uh, the best approach to, to you know, look, to attend to such pro- the problem at hand. So with that, you know, uh, that helps me with different patterns, you know, uh, the best way, the simplest way uh, possible. You know, you know what to avoid when you are trying to uh, do something like that in, uh, in the future. You know, uh, even in, in the future, if you want to do something similar, of course, you already know it. So it, it, it's not all the time, uh, little secret here, it's not all the time that uh, everything I put out there is uh, what I have known. There are times that I try to research, you know, try to see the possibility. Sometimes, you know, we, you come with uh, some kind of roadblock and you start to look at the ways around it, you know. So I want to believe the difference is that uh, when people meet such roadblock, roadblocks, they just decide to just turn back. But in my own case, after meeting the roadblock, I want to look at what is the way forward you know, from here. And once I have that breakthrough, I'm always happy to just share it with uh, the world that if you have, if you face this, this is how you go you know, about it. And uh, I believe that the best, uh, the best thing out there is actually available for free. Of course, somebody is paying for it, you know, whether with sweat, with time, you know, and sometimes even with money. Uh, but really, uh, the, the the satisfaction that comes with you giving help—it's uh, actually very—it's—it's it's huge, because uh, you see a lot of people coming back with feedback that uh, they've been facing such issues, and you know your tutorial is what helped them out. You know, you feel that sense of satisfaction that you are helping someone out there, even though you can't even see the person or even though you don't know the person. So it's uh its that sense of satisfaction. You know that comes with giving out that's another reason why i decided to uh, be putting those things out uh,
0: for free and on behalf of all the doctor and developers out there i want to say thank you for the awesome videos i uh, even know one i said it to you before even if they have and i say thank you on behalf of all of them because it has really helped me personally because i realized a few weeks ago i was having challenge with the what's got master detail page on the xamarin forms and i was like go to this guy's youtube channel google just and uh, it was few i found shells and it was easier to implement the hamburger menu thing rather than having to use because i wanted to have the constant feel on android and, and ios and i got on the video i was like boom 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 it's that easy and then on, on behalf of all of us i'm just saying thank you once again for all those nice videos now one of the things most folks don't talk about in software development generally they have X number of years, is they are failures. I know i failed many times. Uh, I failed this year, I failed last year, I failed many, many times over. Uh, have you had any sort of failure during your journey of development? And what does it feel to actually fail at something that you love doing and what you learned from it? And also, are you able to scale through to still stick to development in that platform?
1: Okay, uh, well, um... It, it, personally it's difficult for me to actually talk about uh, failures because i look at failures in in, in a different way of course i uh, failed uh, several times but i don't actually really look at the failure i look at uh, failures as, uh, as lessons so uh, when i when i meet uh just like i said before when i meet uh, any roadblock or when i when i feel like i failed in a, in, a, in a particular task then i look at what's what was the lesson that i need to learn here. What am I doing right? What am I doing wrong? Uh, What's actually caused the failure? Uh, so most of the time, I tend to uh, move on quickly, having learned from uh, what has happened. I don't even usually dwell more on the failure. So I think on my own part, what I've actually I can say I have uh, failed in is not really, it's not really uh, in the process of uh, software development itself. It was at the time when I was trying to really set up a software development company, you know, or try in different places, you know, at that time. And I want to believe uh, the issue was not with the fact that I was not good as a developer. Uh, the issue was more of a, a business you know, orientation, you know, business sense and and all. Yeah, so I learned from that, uh, from the things I'm supposed to uh, learn. I know that I was not uh, well equipped, you know, to actually start. I was not. Uh, I was not even really mentally ready to, to start. That was what I uh, later came to realize. So I had to go back to the drawing board, you know, read some books, I read some books, you know, try to look at how things have been done, and then you know, look at it again and see how to how to start. So uh when oh, in, in the presence of uh, software development, I can say that uh, for every failure, uh, the way I see, it, because it, it, we all agree that uh, Software development is not, uh, it's not a, 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 a one way uh, road. It's not a. It's the, you can't say this is where you're going. It's more problem solving. So when you fail at the task, you, you, I can't really say that you fail. The only thing is that you've not seen gotten the solution to the problem. You know. So that is the way I look at it. And uh, uh, the, the, if you can, if you can do more, if you can you know put more effort, research more into the problem definitely you're going to find a solution. So you will only say that you have failed where, probably when you were, if you're unable to find solution to you know, such a problem. So, and uh, so far, I think that's one of the things that has actually helped me over time. There are times i am be on something for, you know, weeks, months, and or thereabouts, but I've developed the capacity to always find a solution. Sometimes by just researching, sometimes by discussing with colleagues, you know, talk to people, Just find a way around, you know, find a way around uh, until you are sure that this thing is not possible, Uh, you understand? So, uh, I may not be able to really give a straight answer as to failures. Uh, More, more I can just say that there are times that i have been at different roadblocks. And what I do at that stage is to look for a way around or to, you know, just find a way to move forward uh, right from there
0: wow thanks very much for that perspective uh on looking at failures as roadblocks rather than having them as definite Eh, i can do this no more Uh, But seeing them as roadblocks and something that needs to be conquered and that has kept you up until now. Now, I mentioned earlier that you have YouTube videos and all that. Uh, I will drop the link to the YouTube channel in the description of the podcast and also the video. Also, check around top here for suggestions on the videos and some of the playlists uh, that I will be introducing uh, to you. So, to link to his YouTube channel because, of course, I know you are yet to learn about what he pushes out. And you are asking, "Eh, you're talking about his YouTube channel. Channels, where can i find the link check the description below i'll put the link to the YouTube channel there and make sure you subscribe like and share these videos also to your friends families and enemies all right so now if you would want to advise anyone at all to who wants to get started with mobile development with net what advice or maybe let's just say three tips would you give to them on getting started with mobile.net development as of today
1: Okay, well it depends on depends on the level of the person. So if you are if you are a complete uh beginner, if you need to C sharp, let's 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 start with that. Can you with C Sharp? Then you want to first of all take a good grasp of uh, the fundamentals of uh, C Sharp development. I want to believe Dara uh, has a has a couple of uh, videos on the YouTube channel that you can learn some of these basics. I think I've seen some uh on this channel. So you can First of all, go through the basics of Xamarin the forms. There's this Microsoft documentation where you have, you know, the simplest examples of things that you can do with, uh, sorry, with C# rather, with C#. So just check the documentation, get the fundamentals of C#, and once you're done with that, then you can you can move on to uh, to Xamarin. Now, if you want to learn uh, Xamarin, of course, there are also a lot of tutorials out there. My channel is one that shows you how you can how you can move from you know from uh, how you can even develop uh complete mobile applications, you know, or probably semi-complete applications, depending on the ones that you can find, you know, on the channel. I have the ones that are complete, I have the ones that are you know, just show you some of the basic things that you need, then you find a way to you know work your, your way out. So uh that is the that is my advice for beginners. First get a full grasp of C Sharp, then move into the fundamentals. And of course, um uh, for if you if you are really now interested in some other advanced advanced uh tips advanced uh, ways of you know working in xamarin forms i have a course uh, that is currently on, on discount if you want to check it out uh, the link will be in the description if you want to check that out also so that is for advanced users but what i would just advise is, is if you're already a c-sharp developer that sort is to of stopping you from taking xamarin you know, to to develop mobile applications because you are going to be writing the same C sharp uh, language that you already have. And when it comes to the U I, you can either use your the same C sharp to to write the U I, and try to use Xamarin. The the choice is yours. You have you know, and that's one of the things I actually love about Microsoft technologies. Uh, sometimes, if you if you if you are not really used to Microsoft, you would think that uh, there is no they don't have a uh, they don't have focus. But really, what Microsoft is doing is to give you uh different options for you to be able to develop so you have you can use C sharp, you can use uh Z. In fact, currently, if you know if you know uh Blazor, you can develop Blazor, there is also Blazor binding that is coming very soon. Yeah. So if you are a web developer that uses use Blazor, in you know, C sharp on web, you can also you know start to use that now with the mining development. So you don't have any the, the bottom line bottom line line is that you don't have any reason why not to start so whether you are a core c-sharp developer that just, just only write c-sharp xamarin you can start if you are a web developer that you know html and you know c-sharp javascript and some other things you can also start uh, you know developing xamarin uh, applications and if you are you know from the nomad wpf uh, Win- windows forms you know, yeah you can you can also bring the same knowledge into the marine forms development it's actually a very uh, this this is this is one one thing i missed out initially is uh i decided to stick to to .Net because of uh the different things i can do with .Net. you know i told you that so i do gaming by the side so sometimes i do use unity you know unity framework for game development and i use c sharp i use the same c sharp i just learn you know the 3d uh 3d aspects of you know game development and the Unity technology itself, you know, the same thing uh, with web. You know, you, you just have you have with the same language, the same C sharp language, you can you know develop for different platforms and different you know for different platforms and different uh, you know aspects of software development. So uh, you even if you're not looking if you're not doing it currently, you know, uh, in a commercial scale, you can just take it as up as an hobby. Take it as a hobby and you'll try to do it by the side. If you find it interesting, then nothing should stop you from going full into a commercial scale. I want to promise you that uh, you will enjoy it as long as you are not uh, the type of developer out there who usually uh, turn back at every slight of uh, roadblock. Because even if you're using Flutter, you're using React Native, you still meet those roadblocks. So uh, it's a normal thing when it comes to software development. You have a problem to solve, and you find a way to solve it with the tools that you have. So nothing should stop anybody from picking up mobile development with .NET as of today. And another good thing is uh, with uh, .NET uh, 6 coming up very soon, you know, they, they develop the, the old, uh software development when it comes to .NET are coming together. So uh, you don't need to, you're not learning a different framework, you know, uh, say zamarin and you're using the same .NET you know across so you have all your volumes. both Windows form, WPF, you know, Development, you know, it's just the same.NET. So uh, if you can, why not start now? Because uh, the the sky is just a starting point.
0: <laughs> and I'll say thanks very much for those insights for folks wanting to get started. So if you've been asking yourself the questions, uh you see Sharp really worth learning in 2020, i will say hell yeah and you, what can you Sharp for mobile web cloud ai machine learning gaming iot smart devices there's even an sdk for alexa devices there's alexa.net uh, package that you can use so it's just so robust that you can use it for practically anything you can think of today. And Mr. Ludayo Ali has given us a lot of insights into what you can do. It's motivation for learning.net, for still writing.net after 12 years up until now. And of course, you'll do it for the next X plus number of years as, soon, as long as he still writes code. So I wanna say thank you very much for joining us on today's episode of This Dev Life. And a very big thank you to Mr. Ludayo Ali for joining us, AKA Mr. Dev Cruise Technology. Remember, I'll drop the links to all the things we've talked about YouTube channel, his courses, his masterclass, uh, and some other stuff that I have to share with you. Of course, his Twitter profile. So make sure you go ahead and follow him, subscribe, like, share, do everything that is good to his channel and his Twitter and do. And i say thank you very much for joining Mr. Dawoodi Ali, any final words for all people we say goodbye to our listeners.
1: Well, first of all, I want to say, that I thank you very much for having me. It's my pleasure to be, to be here once again. And I just want to say that, uh, you know, just like I've said before, if you are a marine developer, uh, you want to. If you're a developer generally, you know when you are faced with challenges, uh, they they it, it may be it may look so so daunting, but try as much as possible to keep at it. In my journey, I I must I must say in my journey that's one of the things that has actually kept me going no matter what the challenge is. Uh, in fact, it has also even helped me in, in life, you know. Sometimes you even face normal life, uh, you know, life, different life issues. Uh, not, the same knowledge of not giving up, you know, what, even when you are coding applies, you know, elsewhere. So no matter what they did, keep at it. If you're a Xamarin uh, developer, Xamarin is awesome. I'm also looking at uh, contributing some other things to Xamarin, you know, in the very near future. When it comes to controls and other things, uh, let's do this together. The, the good thing about technology is the community around it. It's not even really about the technology itself. So if you if you if you are with them, if you have business mind, stick to it. Let's work on this together. If you have knowledge, also share it. Just like how we have been doing, the Dara is also doing. If you have knowledge, share it. Your channel will be what's going to save another person, you know, uh, out there. So all your blog posts or your write-up somewhere will be what somebody else is actually looking for. So endeavor to also share your knowledge with the community so that the community can be very robust.
0: Okay, thanks very much for that. So that's it, people. Thank you for joining again on today's episode of This Dev Life. Till I come your way again with another guest on This Dev Life, I'll say keep devy, keep safe, and then, of course, have a very nice day. Bye, everyone. You've been listening to This Dev Life, a podcast for developers by Dara Ladabo. Thanks for joining me on the show. I'll see you in the next episode.